Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities, and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Exodus 20 verse 12 says, Honor your father and your that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. We're going to keep this real short. Uh, after the song, I'm sure you get the message. But some people, they still want a sermon. Now, <laughs> honor your, this is the fifth commandment. Honor your father and your mother that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Now, Moses repeats this in Deuteronomy where there's a little bit more detail. And he says, honor your father. I can't hear you. And, ma- and your mother, as the Lord your God has suggested to you. Huh? Who, who shouted suggested? Over Com- <laughs> commanded you <laughs> that your days may be long and that it may be well with you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. You see that? Now, Paul repeats this same thing in Ephesians. If they could give me the Ephesians text. I had the courage not to prepare it. I thought, because I'm supposed to have known it. Now, he starts in verse 1. <laughs> verse 1. Verse 1. If you click up to, yeah, uh-huh, together. <laughs> Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. And what does it say next verse? Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. Now remember, Paul is the preacher of grace. So, we, this is not about law or grace. This is principle. That's why the book is called The Principle and Practice of Honor. Honor is a principle. It's a biblical principle. Now, sometimes to understand the importance of a principle or a scripture, you, you can imagine the opposite. Yeah? Like in Ephesians, no, Second Corinthians 9, when Paul says, talks about um, uh, let no one give out of compulsion or necessity. Uh, for God loves her, a cheerful giver. It says that he who sows sparingly will reap sparingly. He who sows bountifully will reap bountifully. Now, that scripture can look obvious until you, you try and imagine the opposite. Imagine a world where those who are stingy are the ones who make it. Like the less you share, the more you hold on to your stuff, the more successful you become. The more, su- the more God works for you. Would you want to live in a world like that? Yeah, that's like hell on earth because even 
everyone will be instead trying to take. You, you see, because it goes past. If you, it's, it goes past withholding. It now goes to, if you take, then you'll be better off. You see that? Now imagine a world where everyone is trying to take something from you. And you're also trying to take something from them. Now until you imagine that world, you'll never understand the beauty of giving. Because you just think about it from one side, but sometimes to understand the thing, you have to think about it from the other side. And then you'll understand why God insists that it should be so. Now talking about honor, imagine a world where the more you disrespect, disregard, mistreat, abuse, and completely treat your parents like nothing, the more you make it. If that world existed, do you know what would have happened? The earth would be depopulated because everyone would be trying so hard not to have children to go through. <laughs> to go through that. No, 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 no. I'm not going to have children for trouble. I don't know if this makes sense. So when he says, honor your father and mother, that it will be well with you and that you will live long. Think about it. In all the Ten Commandments, God doesn't make any promises for any other. You shall not steal, period. Yeah, deal with it. <laughs> you shall not kill. In fact, if you kill, we'll kill you. You shall not covet. But when it comes to this one, it says, let me add some incentive. Why? Apart from the fact that it is so important that God thinks even those who misunderstand the purpose at least let them, have you ever done something for the wrong reasons? Yeah, but because it's extremely important, God makes sure that even for the wrong reasons. Why are you looking at me like that? Because I'm about to give an example. Marriage. Yeah, most people marry for the wrong reasons. Huh? I will not even go into the details. <laughs> uh, we are here for it. Yes. Yeah. You know, Paul said, why don't ban marry? So some people it was burning. I'm burning up. I'm burning up. And before you knew it, you were walking down the aisle and you were on the wrong walk to freedom. It's the wrong walk to freedom because you get there and realize all the freedom is gone. Okay, it's freedom. There is freedom in boundaries. So, yeah, but what will God do if people were to logically think about marriage? We would not be here today. Yeah. The person look at that, mm, calculate what? Ah, mm. I'll stick here. 
So he put some what? Incentives. Yeah. Most people discover after the wedding that, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> this is what it's about. Oh, no. Too late. The, the gear lever is in D. You can only go forward. So you sort it out later like we did. Oh, yeah. What is, <laughs> you think we have already reached that point? What is Jesus saying and what are you going to do about it? I'm not so sure. <laughs> it's too early in the message to. So, but when it comes to the principle of honor, God says, I'll even insert an incentive that if you do this thing, it will be well with you and you'll live long. Ah, it means it's one of those things that God really, really wants us to do. It's like, let me just try and get you to do it. You'll find out later that it was not for you. But let me put yeah, uh, uh, an incentive. Makes sense. So, that is honor for you. It's so important to God that he has put an incentive. Now, let me talk about the incentive first. And then I will go back to the principle and the practice of it. Because up to now, some of you have your own ideas of how it works. But it's always good to go back to the scriptures. Now, I have a theory. Say so he has a theory. Now, let's say... You're here to volunteer. Let me, let me ask Dr. Okulo to come. He'll be the, the volunteer. I, I, I thought deep and long and hard about it. Now, let's say this one is my parent. As you can see. Yeah. Let's say he's my dad. Okay? Now, Should I bring this theory now? No, let me bring it later. First sit here, here. Let me deal with daddy, daddy. Let me, let me first deal with the practice because the theory will only make sense to you when you understand the practice. Now, let's quickly go to Matthew 15 where Jesus talks about honor and in conversation with the Pharisees. Okay. So they are arguing about washing, etc. And then Jesus says, he said to them, why do you also transgress the commandment of God because of your tradition? Yeah, when they're talking about washing. Uh, and yeah. Now you would think, Jesus, why do you always keep going about your arguments in a way that confuses the opposition? Who is my neighbor? A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. By the time you're done, okay. You have already found your place in the world. So they were having this argument. Then he says, then he tells them, why do you also transgress? And what did he say? The commandment of God. 
And then it takes us into this other thing, which it's like, we are not talking about that. How did we end up there? For God commanded saying, now read, honor your father and your mother, uh-huh. and he who curses father or mother, let him be put to death. Problems. Because Jesus has disregarded one of the principles of biblical teaching that we are told when you're doing, what's it called? Expository preaching and exegesis and hermeneutics because he picks verses from two places that are not together and he puts them together to create radical impact. You, you get like how is this you know like those guys who can put on lime green and maybe orange like this combination where did it come from <laughs> it's like this scripture does not end like that it says honor your father and mother that it may be well with you we have read it together twice right now how is this one how does it Honor your father and mother, and he who curses father or mother, let him be put to death. What is this? Why are you? Now, remember, the other one was, it will be well with you, and you will live long. Now, here it is put to death. Now, when you're, when you're put to death, it's neither well with you nor are you living long. I don't know if it makes sense. Yeah. And some death is sudden and some is gradual. Am I making sense? And meanwhile, in all of this, it is not God doing it. You have to always remember, it's not God. When you jump off the building, and start going down with an acceleration of 9.8 meters per second squared, it is not God doing it. It's not that God hates you, so he's pulling you to the ground. No. God loves you, even as he observes you increasing speed. <laughs> yeah, when you break a principle, the consequences are not from God. The consequences are from breaking the principle. Yeah, gravity exists for your benefit to be able to walk, run, and all of that. But when you, dis you believe too much of the stuff you watch in cartoons, I believe I can fly, and then... <laughs> you can't say God killed the brother. No. The principle is working either for you or now here he says he who cast his father. Now are you already seeing the, the controversy? Honor your father and mother. It's a completely different verse from Exodus 20. He who cast his father or mother it's another verse I think from Exodus 21. Let him be put to death. You're like, how do you bring these things together? In other words, when it comes to honoring, there is no neutral ground. 
Yeah. You can't say, for me, I don't honor my father and mother, neither do I dishonor them. No. There is no, no man's land. Mm. You are either on the carpet or on the tile. There is nothing like this one. I'm neither... Yeah. Are, are you with me? Now, Bishop Doug said something. He said, it's a problem when people start doing good things for you. Because immediately you become indebted. Yeah, someone sends you a gift on, on your birthday. Now, when their birthday comes, eh? <laughs> Unless you are evil, you have to do something. Now, it's a problem for you because your parents already produced you. Yeah. The life you're enjoying, to whatever degree you're enjoying it, is because of them. So we have a problem. It's like you can't say, ah, I will not dishonor them. Neither will I. If you have a duodenum, liver, appendix, spleen, two eyes, tibia and fibia, people are showing us all the biology they know. You're already in it. It's like, oh, here we are. Because, yeah, you are not a clone. You came from parents somewhere. And so you immediately become what? Indebted. Plumio is not part of a human being. <laughs> oh, wow. You need to go back to your school and claim your school fees. But it says, honor your father and your mother, and he who curses father or mother. I think Jesus is suggesting that if you're not doing that, you're already cursing them. You're like, look at these ones. They produced for nothing. They educated for nothing. They dressed for nothing. Brothers and sisters, I don't want you to take this thing lightly. Yeah. Now, the next verse explains something else. But you say. Hmm? Whoever says to his father, Oh, mother, by the way, first go back. Oh, even if you stay there. He tactfully is consistent with the law. Father and mother. Mm. It's not honor your parents, so you choose. It's not honor your, uh, whichever one you choose. No. It starts with Father. And mother, now, I have ever gone for men's retreat. There were about 30-something of us. And we decided to tell the story of our fathers. Only three people out of a group of about 35 had a reasonably good father story. Three men out of 30-something. Ladies, those are the people you're falling in love with. We are the ones. It's like 
the devil, the world, everything out there has organized itself to make sure that if you're going to have a problem with one of your parents, 90% of the time it's going to be with your father. Especially if you're a man. And most likely that problem will be there because it has been carried from a previous generation. They also had the problem. So they are just doing what they saw being done to them. They are passing until you encounter Christ. It's Jesus who changes the story. We've had the testimony from Papa Mike. If you've read his books, you've read part of that story. But the fact that now he didn't transfer that because of Christ. Now, you can be in church and you actually transfer it if you lack the intentionality to let Jesus. Because, you know, God only comes to the rooms you let him into. Yeah, God can come to your house and stays only in the sitting room. God just deal with my finances because I need money. This way don't come. That way don't go. Don't come into my marriage. Mission or community don't come. Evangelism, no, 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 no. But we have opportunity to let him in. Now, wow. So it's father and mother. God knew you would have issues with your father. Yeah, and he put it there. Most of the children who grow up with one parent, it is mostly mother. It is mostly father who took off. He just donated the seed and continued. And God knew. And remember, honor is a function of you, not the person you're honoring. He doesn't say, honor your father who stayed. He doesn't say, honor your Christian father. Honor your saved father. He doesn't say, honor your godly father. It's simple. Honor your father and mother. Yeah. And says, and I'm telling you today because I know it's good for you. Now, are you tracking with me? I hope I'm explaining simple things. Then he, can't, he gets to this pass and says, oh no, he, verse 5, he says, but you say, whoever says to his father or mother, hmm? whatever kneeling down when I'm greeting you. Huh? Whatever Instagram posts boasting about you. Selfie with dad. He's so dope. Where are the people? Huh? Whatever dedication on Sanyu FM on Mother's Day you will have received from me. Uh -huh. What else? Whatever bringing the kids to see you once in a while. The grandchildren. 
whatever coming over some Sunday lunches, whatever weekly phone call, name it, all the things that we do for our parents uh, since we want to honor them. Is that what's in the text? What does it say? Prophet. Yeah. You might have received from me. And he, kn- he knows these are very religious people. He says, I already made a commitment to the building project. So no- nothing is coming your way, daddy or mommy, the next four months. We are building the kingdom. And Jesus says, eh? You lack understanding. He says, whatever profit you might have received from me is a gift to God. What does he say next? Then he need not honor his father or mother. For those who don't like math or who like math and can quickly do the equation, honor equals profit. Whatever profit you might have received from me, he need not honor. Yeah. Oh, quickly prove it. Thus you have made the commandment of God of no effect with your tradition. Now, here is how you know what he's talking about. Next verse, he says, what's the first one? Hypocrites, with an exclamation mark, and says, well, did Isaiah prophesy about you saying together, these people huh, draw near me with their mouth. Is that that they don't come? No. They show up, and they talk all the nice things. They sing the songs. They make the promises. They say all the right stuff. And honor me with their what? Lips. But what? Their heart is far from me. Heart. Jesus said, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. If your treasure is far from the things of God, your heart is far from God. doesn't matter how many times services you come to. Yeah. Even God knows it. That there is a connection between treasure and heart. Treasure leads the heart. So you can't genuinely claim to honor your parents if there is nothing treasure involved. He repeats the same thing in Mark. We don't have the time. He said, you let him not do anything for his father or mother now. Here is a basic truth that may apply to many of us. Not most of us, but many of us. Your parents probably have more resources than you. Probably. They have more money than you. They don't need your money. So this is not about meeting needs. No. No, 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 no. Honor is, honor is not you when you honor God. What needs does he have? It's about you. It's about me. The posture of my heart towards my parents can be informed by my investment, even in things that they don't need. Many of you, it's likely the things you give, keep giving. Have you ever given things to your parents and then you find them all over the village? Like they are, they are like a distribution channel. Whatever you take, the other family, the other, am I talking? Yeah, it's like, and what's your responsibility? To keep doing it so that because they have the wisdom enough to share with the village which you probably don't have but (laughs) 
pleasure leads the heart. Whether that's with God, whether that's with your parents, whether that's with your spouse, whether that's with whoever you, you claim to honor, treasure leads the heart. Jesus said, whatever profit you, you will have received from me. Then says, you let him not honor. Or you do not let him do anything for his father or mother. They will be touched when you do it. The stories in this book are amazing. People who have done things for their parents. Little things. Someone took two shirts and then they got an apartment. It's like you can't outgive. <laughs> oh, daddy, I bought you some shirts. Oh. You can't make this stuff up. Just to show you, it's not their need. No. Because you cannot outbless your parents. The, le the, 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 the lesser is blessed by the greater. They are the ones who bless you. But honor is, your, is for you. Have you got it? The theory. My time is running like uh, an Olympian. <laughs> so let's say this is Zadzi Okulo uh, and I'm an Okulite. And so they produce me and they are watching me grow. Every parent, if you ever talk to parents, there are two things every parent in the world desires for their child. One is to outlive them. Yeah. If you ever find a parent who is like, no, no. It's not, even the example is bad, so let me leave it. Yeah. There is no parent who desires to bury their child. Every parent wants their children to outlive them. It's standard. So every parent wants a long life for their child. That's the first thing. Secondly, every parent wants their child to do better than they did. Okay, every parent in worship harvest. Because some of you are looking at me like. <laughs> so I'm starting to wonder about your heart. That's why people who went to school on, without shoes and walked I don't know how many kilometers up the hill to study in some shack, they are trying to squeeze their children into international schools where they don't even know the local language. Why? You would desire more for them. You wish them success. Yes. It's like, if only my children can live long and do better than I did, I can rest in peace. That's what every parent wants. Uh, parents, am I telling the truth? Yes. Now, is it any wonder that for a child who honors his father, and mother, those are the same things that are promised. That you will do well, success, and that you will live long. In other words, you will fulfill your parents' desire. Am I making sense? You will fulfill your parents' desire if you live long and you do well.
And he says the function that makes that possible is to honor them. That's one. Can I bring the second one? I don't have enough time, so I'm just throwing them there. You'll pick up. You have the week to think through it. Secondly, why is honor with substance? Let me tell you something about money. You need two things to make money. You need time and you need a skill. Hmm? You need time and you need a skill. How, how does this man make his money? He's doctoring? Okay. No, not doctoring. <laughs> What's the right word? Practicing medicine. And how does he practice medicine? He takes time. So you use a skill. Remember now when your parents sent you to school, they made sure you learn the skill of medicine so that you can succeed in life through that skill. Now, money is simply a function of time and skill. That's why when you're a consultant, you bill hour to consult in a specific skill. Am I making sense? So, in a way, money is a function of time and success. If, as a consultant, you're paid one million shillings or per day, okay, if you get three million shillings and you give it to someone, you've given them three days of your time. And it's not three empty days. A person who goes and sleeps in their bed does not have that money. So someone can have three days of nothing. But when I give you the money, I'm giving you three working, fruitful, productive days. Now when you get money and you, you buy something for your parents. You're giving them back. You're planting in them a seed for the very thing they desire for you the most, which is doing well and living, which is time and skill bringing success. Am I making sense? Success is a function of time and skill. You're good at something and you, the more you do it, the better you do financially. Now, you may not go, the skill you possess may not be beneficial to your parents. In fact, in medicine, you're not supposed to treat your own folks. So you will not go and spend time and skill treating your dad. But if you get your money that you have used from your time and skill and you change the tires on their car, it's like you've taken the very thing they gave you and you're giving it back to them. Can we... Have you understood? Yeah. That's why we honor our father and mothers, fathers and mothers, because the very thing they desire for us is 
we're giving it to them in a converted form, even when they don't need it. We are saying, Dad, look what you've given me. See what you've done for me. Thank you. Thank you for doing it for me. Thank you, Mom, for doing it for me. Amen. Have you understood? Pastor Angie, Pastor Bleso, whence art thou? Yes, come. Just come straight. Well, can we stand up and just respond to this message? As, as the apostle was teaching, I got two senses. One, that there are people who made the decision to honor their parents, but it was only that month of honor before October ends. And then you stopped. And that God is calling you back to that place. It doesn't stop. But then there are also people who started to honor their parents, and you are waiting for a, a quick fix to the relationship you had with your parents. Because you had all these testimonies. Like, I honored my parents and this happened. I honored my parents and this happened. And maybe, you know, the relationship between you and, and your dad or you and your mom has not totally turned out the way you thought it would be. And God is saying, keep doing it. It's only a matter of time. There's a grace. He has given his word and it's only, it's only a matter of time. So don't stop. So don't stop. Maybe you're online today uh, at the different locations in this room. Today, you are invited. You're at your home. You're on Spirit FM, Spirit Radio. And you're listening to the sermon today. And you have not given your life to Christ. You're not born again. God would like to invite you to be a part of this big, loving family. Okay? There is such a grace this morning. The past couple of times when Apostle has been teaching, I've been feeling such a surge of love from him. There is such a grace this morning. And God is saying he wants you to become a son in the kingdom. So if you're not born again, if you've never given your life to Christ, today is your day of salvation. Amen. Today is your day of salvation. Yes. This is your day. Thank so you. you're in this room, you're at our locations, you're at the hosting centers. I'm going to invite you to do something bold and very powerful. If you've never given your life to Christ, just put up your hand. Put up your hand. The Bible says, when the Bible talks about a celebration in heaven, the only time it talks about a party in heaven is when someone gives their life to Christ. I see you, my brother. I see you, my brother. Please come forward. Neighbors, please bring them forward. Please bring them forward. Can you celebrate them as they move forward? There might be someone else. Someone else in the room. You've not given your life to Christ. This is your day of salvation. Do not be afraid. The Lord is in this place. Neighbors, can you ask your neighbor, ask your neighbor, are you born again? Ask them, are you born again? And if the answer is no, tell them, would you like to give your life to Christ? Celebrate, someone else is coming forward. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. Ask your neighbor, are you born again? And would you like to give your life to Christ? I'm going to give you a moment to ask them. You can ask them, are you born again? Don't be afraid. Ask your neighbor. Today is the day to practice evangelism. It's a safe space. If your neighbor says no, ask them, would you like to give your life to Christ? And if they say yes, just walk up with them. 
So is your neighbor born again? Everyone is your neighbor born again? Let's celebrate. Let's celebrate. Welcome to the family of God. At the different locations, there's a pastor at the front waiting for you. Just come forward. They are going to pray with you. And just pray after me. Wow, celebrate a new salvation. So let's pray. Just pray after me at the different locations at the hosting centers. Pray after me. Church, you can join in so they don't feel like they're by themselves. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Thank you for your love for me. Thank you for your love for me. Today I am born again. Today I am born again. Today I choose you as my Savior and my Lord. Today I choose you as my Savior and my Lord. Take my life. Take my life. And do something significant with it. And do something significant with it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. Amen. So wherever you are, there's a pastor. Today we have Pastor Hamia here at Worship Harvest Nadia. He's just going to take you to the corner, not very far. He'll take your details because we want to walk with you. This is a new journey. We want to walk with you and show you what this salvation thing looks like. At the different locations, there's someone guiding you to the side. They're just going to take your details and you'll go back and sit down. I get the sense that today God is performing unusual miracles, unusual healing miracles. Okay? So there's two categories of people. There are people in this room I, I keep hearing the word fibroids, you know, but there's also someone, you've, you, you left someone at home, you wanted to bring them. You wanted to bring them because they're like, come to church, there's healing at church. You wanted to bring them and they were not able to come. Okay? I'd like to encourage us to just start praying in tongues. Just pray in tongues to raise the faith in the room. Child of God, whoever has fibroids, I command healing to your fibroids right now in the name of Jesus. You're going to go for a scan and it's going to go. In fact, you have a swelling. You have a swelling and you've kept feeling it. It's going down in Jesus' name. The person who left their relative at home and you came here, I command healing to them right now wherever they, they are in their sick bed, they are going to sit up, they are going to start talking, they are going to start eating in Jesus' name. Unusual miracles. God is healing HIV. God is healing. There's someone who's concerned that you, you think you have a something with your mind, something with your brain. Healing. Receive healing in the name of Jesus. Unusual miracles. Unusual miracles. Someone is receiving, is receiving movement back in your arm. You're receiving movement back in your arm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for healing. Someone is feeling a burning, you're feeling a burning in your uterus, you got a report you're feeling a burning in your uterus that's a sign that you are well receive it and give thanks that's a sign that you're well, unusual miracles creative miracles body parts are being created right now in Jesus name, in Jesus name, body parts are being created someone was told they had a terrible kidney, receive a new kidney in the name of Jesus someone is receiving a new pair of lungs in the name of Jesus can we give thanks and celebrate the miracles that God has performed this morning? Amen. Hallelujah. I just have two words to give us one. There's someone here, you are not sure who your parents are and you've tried to find them and you've looked for them. They are still alive, but you haven't found them and yet. 
I hear God saying that you are going to find them this month in the name of Jesus. So I declare that he will give you wisdom. He will show you what to do, how to do it, and you are going to find your parents this month in the name of Jesus. In the same vein, there are parents who lost children. You don't know where your children are at. You're talking about honoring parents, honoring parents, but your desire is to find your child. So in the name of Jesus, all lost children, we call you forth. Wherever you are, we call you forth to come back home in the name of Jesus. Amen. The Lord gave me this uh, scripture in Hebrews 13 to pray over you, to ask that God's blessing would be upon you. Hebrews 13, verse 20. May the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with every everything good for doing his will and may he work in us in you what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ to whom be glory forever and ever Lord may your blessing rest upon us may we know this day this week that you equip us with everything good for doing your will And may that, Lord, be seen in the lives of our family, our mothers, our fathers, our siblings. Lord, may the good things that you equip us to do be manifest this week because we prayed in the strong name of Jesus. All God's people say, Amen. Amen. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all. And forever. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393 281 555